Welcome to the Money Pilot Financial Advisor Podcast, where you team up with Money Pilot founder, former Army helicopter pilot, and your host, Katie Cannon, to put your money where your heart is. Together, we'll tackle issues big and small so you can take charge and land your financial life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about what age to retire if you're a FERS federal employee. There are several key ages to consider. The first, of course, is when will you reach minimum retirement age? Depending on when you're born, your MRA is from 55 to 57 years old. If you have at least 30 years of service, you can retire at your FRA and start receiving your pension immediately. If you have more than 20 years but less than 30, you're eligible for a full pension, but you won't begin to get your first pension payments until you're 60 years old. If you have 10 to 29 years of federal service, you're eligible for retirement at your full retirement age, but your pension payments will be permanently reduced if you start them that early age. There are more details to all these, but the key takeaway is that if you have less than 30 years of service and you want to retire at your minimum retirement age, your pension won't start until you're 60 years old. This means you'll have a gap where you won't have your federal salary or a pension for a few years. Or you could retire early and start your pension immediately but your payments will be permanently lower. Okay, we've talked about the key retirement ages of 55 to 57 for your MRA, and maybe having to wait until age 60 to actually begin receiving your first pension. The next key age is what we call the Magic 62. So we've already covered the earliest you can retire and receive your pension. But 62 is even later. What's so magic about that? Well, for starters, you'd be eligible to begin receiving your Social Security at age 62. Now, I don't usually recommend you do that, but it is an option. It gives you flexibility if you need that added income right away. Again, it's pretty easy to make a recommendation not to draw your Social Security at 62 but that's probably a topic for another podcast. But in general, your Social Security full retirement age is between 65 and 67, depending on when you were born. That's about 10 years after your FERS minimum retirement age. So retire before your Social Security full retirement age, and you will get a permanently reduced benefit. For example, let's say your full Social Security retirement age is 67, but you choose to begin drawing Social Security early at Magic 62. You get five more years of Social Security benefit, but your payments are permanently reduced by 30%. That's huge. On the other hand, if you wait until you're 70 to start Social Security, 
you will get 8% more in your paycheck for each year past your full retirement age. And that's pretty significant. But the key thing to remember here is the date you retire from federal service doesn't have to be the same date that you start drawing Social Security. All right, another reason to wait until at least the magic 62 to start your FERS retirement is a boost to your FERS pension. If you're a FERS employee with more than 20 years of service, but less than 30 years of service, you get an extra bonus by waiting to age 62. Remember, your yearly pension is calculated by multiplying your average high three yearly salary times 1% times your years of service. But what you might not have realized is if you wait until you're at least age 62 with 20 years or more of service, you can use the 1.1% in the formula instead of 1% just like the feds with over 30 years of service. That might not sound like much, but again, you're getting that boost for the rest of your life. So it's just something to think about. If you're getting close to that 62 year mark, it may be worth holding out. Another great benefit of waiting to age 62 is that's the age when your regular FERS retiree cost of living allowances begin. COLA is that yearly automatic, automatic increase in your retirement pension based on inflation. So if the cost of living goes up because of inflation, COLA will increase your retirement pay as well. Now, if you retire before age 62, you miss out on some of those COLAs. The buying power of your pension will go down because of inflation until you reach age 62 and you never get a catch up for those years you've lost. If inflation is really high in those first few years, that could make a big difference. So again, getting that COLA boost every year right from the start is another plus for waiting until you're age 62 to retire from the government. All right, now there's also general benefits of retiring, retiring later. The longer you work, better off you are financially because you're saving longer, earning a higher FERS and Social Security pension, and putting off spending your retirement savings until you're older. It helps you build a bigger cushion and you'll be receiving a full paycheck, not your lower retirement check, and enjoying a higher standard of living while you're still at work. And remember, most federal employees still working find their income is going up each year. It's a combination of the COLA, STEP, and grade increases. And when you do your pension calculation, it's your high three salaries multiplied by the number of years you work. So the longer you work, the more your retirement check is gonna be. So if you're a FERS employee with a high three of say $100,000, for every extra year you work, that's an additional $1,000 a year in pension. Unless, of course, you wait till age 62, then it's an extra $1,100 because you're using the 1.1% multiplier. And of course, there's a thrift savings plan. You FERS employees are getting a 1% contribution from Uncle Sam no matter what. 
and then if you're contributing to TSP, you get up to 5% salary match. If you're contributing the max $26,000 a year when you're 50 and older, with your match, that's an extra $31,000 a year in TSP for every extra year you work. And that can add up fast as well. Alright, so we've thrown out a lot of numbers and years, so let's do a quick review. You FERS employees can retire at your minimum retirement age between 55 and 57 years old, depending on when you were born. If you have 30 years of service, you can begin receiving your pension right away at 1.1 times your high three times your years of service. Less than 30 years and you won't be getting your first pension until you reach age 60, leaving you with no government pension and no social security no income in those early years. Or you can retire with a much lower first pension at your minimum retirement age. Wait until age 62 to retire with at least 20 years of federal service and your pension starts right away. You have more years, likely higher pay, and you'll multiply those by 1.1% instead of 1% to come up with a higher pension. And because you waited until 62, you'll receive yearly COLA from the first year of retirement. Also, you can begin drawing on Social Security as early as 62 if you really need to. So many things go into deciding when to retire. Are you enjoying your work? How's your health? And how much do you need for a pension to have the retirement that you want? As you're approaching your decision, you can run the numbers and find the best plan for you. Look at all your possible income sources, including your federal pension, Social Security, and the Thrift Savings Plan, and weigh the costs and benefits of tapping each one of these at different ages. Everybody's situation is unique, but it's good to remember and consider the benefits of waiting until you're 62 or older to start retirement. I hope you found today's podcast helpful and we'll talk with you again next week. Thank you for joining today's podcast. Like to find out more? Visit us at moneypilotadvisor.com. Let's team up and land your financial life.